Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. This is maybe the biggest episode in terms of size that we've ever done. Wichita Regional, we're joined by Wichita State head coach Isaac Brown, Aftershocks GM Ron Baker, that's not how you know him, from Challenge ALS, last year's leading scorer, Justin Dentman, from Everline Drive, AJ Slaughter and Jeremy Evans, and from Team Arkansas, Monty Patel and Dusty Hannas. We are ready for TBT. If you are excited about the Wichita Regional, this episode will get you even more excited. Joey, anything quick before we get to these interviews? Because you don't want to hear from us now. Yeah, yeah, we should keep it quick because after just hearing you, I mean, we've done the interviews, but after you hear, hearing you say it out loud, it's like, dang, like there are a lot of people on this episode. Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting is the odds are we interviewed a guy who's uh, from some with affiliation to a team that's going to win the regional, right? I mean, like the odds are that that's going to happen, which is good for good for the brand that is inside TBT. Um, obviously, we'll be doing more of like a real breakdown of the bracket as um, the 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 preseason progresses and we get closer to the tournament. But we talked about it in the episode. Like this is probably the most loaded regional with some of the best rosters in the entire tournament. And one through eight, any of those teams can win the whole thing. So it's a great episode. You guys will really enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, man, this was a lot of fun, this one. A lot of fun. We're going to get to these interviews. We've now done uh, two head coaches, hoping to get some more. So we'll see what happens with that. TBT is so close. Joey, I'm leaving two weeks from today for my road trip. We are so close to TBT we will be in West Virginia, we'll be in Columbus, and we'll be in Dayton to help crown the champs. Let's get to all our interviews right now. All right, join us now, head coach of Wichita State, Coach Isaac Brown. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, and we're just excited to talk hoops with, with one of the, the great coaches in the country, specifically TBT hoops coach when you started as the head coach last year were you familiar with the aftershocks team yes I was familiar the um, year before they had played the game here in Wichita um, it was an exciting time we were getting anywhere from five to seven thousand fans I came to two games um, really excited to have it back in Wichita you mentioned having it back in Wichita it's been you know a weird year. In terms of fans, are you excited to see a packed house cheering on the Aftershocks? Yes, I can't wait for the games. The fans here in Wichita are getting really excited. All the former players are coming back. Um, these guys have started a rich basketball tradition here at Wichita, and our fans just can't wait to pack Charles Coke Arena. I think what a lot of casual basketball fans don't understand is, is the atmosphere that is Coke Arena. Um, I mean, can you just talk about, in terms of, in the grand scheme of college athletics, I mean, where does it stand in your opinion in terms of atmospheres? 
Oh, without a doubt, it's top 10. I tell people all the time, you know, me being from the South, I'm from a football state, a football region. Here in Wichita, we don't wear helmets. So basketball is king. I mean, when you first walk into Charles Coke Arena, it'll make the hair on your head stand straight up. So it's a great basketball environment. Um, the people here understand basketball. You don't have to make a three or get a dunk in order for the crowd to get excited. They get excited about, about hustle plays. If you dive on the floor for a loose ball, if you take a charge, if you make a good pass. So the fans here, they know a lot about basketball. So obviously you're going into uh, year two as the head coach, but – You've been on staff for quite some time. You know these guys. You, you love being around them, I'm sure. Of all the guys that are back on the team, who, who are some of your favorites that you're happy to be able to watch out there on the court again? You know what? I like all of these guys, and I saw some of the players play in the TBT a couple of years ago. I'm just so excited to have the new guys, like, you know, Daryl Willis that didn't play the first time, Samaje Haynes-Jones that didn't play the first time, I'm glad those guys are getting an opportunity to come back and play. Um, I'm hearing Takeo Cotton is coming back. Uh, most of the guys are either coached. If I didn't coach those guys, I met them during my time here at Wichita State. So just super excited. Can't wait to get started. And I know the roundhouse will be packed. I, I want to rephrase Andrew's question a little bit. If you could take one guy from the Aftershocks put them in into a regular Wichita State jersey and have them on the roster for this upcoming year for you, who would you, who'd you take? Man, that's a tough call. There's so many players, and I don't want to, you know, just pick out a one few. guy. It was a few. But it's like picking your favorite kids. I get that. I probably would take J.R. or Zach Bush off <laughs> the coaching staff and put them back on my scout team. I really would. <laughs> That's a great answer, and, and not the answer I was expecting, honestly. So, even better. So, TBT has a record 30 alumni teams that will be participating this summer. Have you used the Aftershocks as part of a recruiting pitch yet, where you're like, look how strong this family is. You know, you come here for four years, but then you actually, if, you, if you're lucky enough, you could play for four more years, you know, be a part of the Aftershocks. Yeah, I've been telling a lot of recruits, we just have a rich basketball history, and we're one of four regions. And they select these regions because of the number of fans you think you can generate. And again, I tell the kids, we don't wear football helmets here. Basketball is king, and um, we're going to get a big crowd. We're probably going to break the record this year. And I'm just telling all the Shocker fans, please come out and support the TBT just so happy to have our basketball players back home in Wichita. I want to shift gears a little bit because, you know, we told you before we started, I started the interview, we, talk, we spoke with Ron yesterday. And obviously he speaks really highly of you. He's a very uh, casual, very chill guy, as you know. And we told him that we would have his back um, for any of his next steps in his basketball career. So my question to you is, how well do they have to do for you to give him a job on staff? You know what? Baker has a job anytime he want to coach at Wichita State. I mean, the guy was always a player that was a coach on the floor. He was one of those guys that you could give a scouting report. And when you got on the floor, if Ron said, Coach, I think we need to guard it this way, I quickly changed the scouting report. You know, he's a smart, intelligent player. Um, he's good with the players. 
Um, he's a good teacher. I would love to have him on the staff one day. He says he can golf. Should we believe it, or, or, or is he kind of full of it? I heard he was a pretty good golfer, man, but, you know, he had that surgery, so I don't know how strong his drive is now. I'm sure he's still a good putter, but that hip may take away from him driving as far, but I know he can put it. We've had him on the show a couple different times, and, uh, you know, the, every time we ask him if he's going to play, even though we know the answer is no, and this time, just to elaborate, he said he can't run faster than like a 4.5 on the treadmill because of his hip. Uh, whether he wants to or not, I don't think he wants to run anyway. Um, but, but yeah, we don't really believe him about the golf stuff. He's been talking a big game. So just another incentive for the aftershocks to, to get to Dayton because that's where we'll be and we can really see it, you know, firsthand. But we should get back to TBT a little bit more. One guy that we want to talk about specifically who we think is um, one of the best players in the entire region is Connor Frankamp. Uh, you know, not – uh, necessarily a four-year player with Wichita State, but when he was there, had a gigantic impact. Talk a little bit about Connor, what he meant to, what he means to Wichita State, and obviously the aftershocks as well. Number one, um, he's the all-time leading scorer in the city of Wichita. He's one of those guys that can shoot it from the timeline. He has a lot of confidence. Um, I was telling somebody this the other day. I've been coaching for about 20 years, and Connor Frankamp, the year that he sat out scored more points in practice than I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's one of those guys that can get 40 on a night. You know, he can score it, he can bounce it, he can create, and the fans in Wichita love him. Just so excited to have him back on the team, and he'll do great things. And you don't want to play Connor Frankamp in golf now. Yeah. <laughs> they play Baker, but don't play Frankamp. That's what, we also heard that. Um, <laughs> we know that Connor's a stud. Is he the best – and probably the best playing golfer, basketball player. Is he the best shooter that you've ever coached? He's one of the best. You know, I talked about it the other day. You know, Baker was a good shooter. Um, Landry Shamit, Ron Baker, Dexter Dennis, Tyson Hinton, all those guys can shoot the basketball. On any given night, though, Connor could take over the game and he could easily make seven to ten threes. He's just one of those guys that's got a lot of confidence and you don't believe it, when he first walked on that court, when the game is over, you, you know then. Here's the big question for you. Do the Aftershocks have what it takes to win the million dollars and win the whole thing? Yes, without a doubt. I think, number one, it starts with they got a good management. You know, um, they got a good coaching staff. You know, you got Ron Baker, you got JR, you got Zach Bush. Um, they have enough talent. They're loaded in the backcourt. They got a bunch of guys that can defend at the wing spot. They got big guys inside that can score it on the block. If they want to go to a small ball lineup, they got four, two or three bigs that can step out and shoot threes. I think those guys have an excellent chance, and I know they'll be prepared to get to the next um, round. What do you think of uh, the three of us? If you guys make it to – if they make it to Dayton, what do you think about the three of us painting our chests with the W, S, and U to cheer them on? You in for that? If they make it to Dayton, I will paint my chest with the WSU. <laughs> so I'm going to start going out to work out today because I don't want my body to look as bad. Perfect. Coach, last question for you, and then we'll let you go. Um, obviously, you know the Elam ending. That's how every game ends for TBT. You're the coach of the Aftershocks. Who are you giving the ball to to take that last shot? To take the last shot, 
I'm probably going with Connor Fran Camp. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Wait, I thought of one more before we let you go. We got you here, so I'm going to make the most of it. <laughs> so there's going to be a little uh, TBT three-point competition. If you're, if you're picking the guy from the Aftershocks, who are you, who are you picking? <laughs> Is it also Connor Frank Camp? Is he just the answer for everything? You know what? That three-point competition, they got a lot of guys can shoot it. You got Marcus McDuffie that can really shoot the basketball, and I think he made – six or seven threes in a game. Um, you got Samaje Haynes-Jones that can get hot at any point. You Obviously, you got Connor Fran Camp. And you got the kid from Oklahoma that played at Iowa State that made like 100 threes. Uh, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but I know he can really shoot the basketball. No, absolutely. They're, Wichita State, the aftershocks are, 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 you know, no opponent to take lightly, that's for sure. We wish we could be in the Coke Arena. Uh, next year, we'll be out there for sure. Coach, we appreciate you giving us the time. This was a blast. And uh, wishing you a ton of luck this upcoming season as well. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate get it. Ready to, get ready to paint your chest. <laughs> I will. Thanks. All right, thanks, thanks coach. coach. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. Last year's leading scorer who looks to do it again for Challenge ALS, Justin Dentman. Justin, welcome to the show. Oh, man, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. It, the pleasure is all ours, Mr. Leading Scorer in the TBT. Uh, get used to that. We'll probably be referencing you as that for, for quite some time. Uh, same thing we do with Marcus Keene. We make sure that everybody knows that he led the country in scoring when he was in college. Uh, do you have any interesting scoring stories or any crazy accolades from when you were in college or in high school? Um, in college, uh, my career high was 30, and it was actually came from uh, me having food poisoning. I didn't think I was going to be able to play that game. Uh, all I had was a banana and some, uh, some ibuprofen. And once I, I took that, I went in the game, I played, and I was, like, hitting everything. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe, maybe my body was just fighting really hard to, you know, Fight off whatever was going on, but yeah. So that game, I was hitting everything. We ended up winning against Arizona State. I, I need to be more sick more often. <laughs> they they say that when you're sick, you play better because it for, it forces you to focus more on the tasks at hand because you know you're not a hundred percent. Not to get all. Yeah. Not I mean, yeah, it worked. It worked because um, I said I had an amazing game. Shot the ball, made. I think I only missed like three shots. <laughs> I, I was balling, so it worked. Joey and I are going to walk by you before the games and, and accidentally cough on you so you get, you know. I mean, that's not funny in this day. Yeah, I don't know. We got the new COVID going around, so that, that might not even work out. <laughs> true, true. I guess that's true. Justin, <laughs> last year you were the leading scorer, and you were the leading scorer for Purdue TBT. This year you're not with them. Can you talk a little bit about how you got hooked up with them last year and then how, how'd they lose you? So last year we was Paul supposed to be on a different team, um, and we ended up not getting into getting in. And uh, one of my friends from uh, Ebelon Drive, one of the general managers who I've started off playing in the uh, TBT with, he said one of his friends is looking for a player, and uh, they would love a player like me uh, to join a team. If I, you know, if I want to play with him, you can. And I was like, I just want to play. You know, I, I love the. The league, you know, is, is grown so much. Everybody's starting to play, and you're starting to get more alumni game teams in it. So, I like I'll play with them. You know, it's 
new guys, you know, it's always good to, you know, meet new friends. So when I played with them, everything clicked. Every guy, everybody from uh, the coach to the manager to the players was cool. And we, we clicked and they brought in one of my other friends who I played in France with, uh, Ron Howard. Ron, and he was, uh, he helped. He helped a lot. He was goofy, you know, so, yeah. So do you feel like you're a Boilermaker for life now or what? Yeah, I mean, they said I'm a Boilermaker for life. So I'll like, take it. You know, I talked to him this year. You know, things didn't work out the way I wanted. I was supposed to take play with Team Washington. Something happened where we just didn't uh, get get in or something happened with the general manager. And uh, it was between, you know, them and Challenge ALS. And I was just like, like you guys already got your guys. He said they would love to have me. But, you know, the situation with all the 70% with um, COVID testing and everything, which I'm good now. But then I didn't know. So, Challenge ALS, you know, except with open arms. Darren Collinson have been hitting me up a lot this summer trying to get me to go there. And I was just like, man, it's perfect fit. Jerome Randall, who's another guy who's a, a big-time scorer, uh, was just blowing me up. Like, man, it'd be good to play with you. We'd be dangerous in the backcourt. I was like, man, let's do it. It's for a good cause. Um, you know, and I always want to, you know, be a part of this TBT anywhere I can. So it's a packed regional in Wichita. We put you as the number three player in the region behind – Jalen Barford, Team Arkansas, and your teammate, Jerome yeah. Randall. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to talk no, I'm, trash I'm, I'm, on anywhere Randall. I can go, man. I appreciate y'all putting me that high, man. You know, I know some good players in this in this regional and all the other regionals, some great players. You know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Uh, it's like when you keep saying uh, uh, leading score, it's going to be kind of tough. You know, if me and Randall and some other players on the same team, all of us can put the ball in the hole. I just think, you know, it's going to be hard to – really double team or pick us up full court because we got so much fire now. I kind of like that you're getting ahead of the fact that maybe you won't lead the TBT in scoring this year, but you might, That's fine. Further, That's fine. might go further in the tournament. I like that you're getting ahead of the narrative. You're setting the narrative yourself that, you know, hey, it's still the same Justin Demony whether I'm leading the TBT in scoring or not. Just, just so happens that I have a maybe a little bit of a better team around me, maybe some more scorers around me, and I can just, you know, just help where I need to help. Right. And I think that's where I've grown as a player. You know, being a young guy is always thinking, like, I got to be that guy, even with other guys. But now, you know, older, you know, I start to look at older guys and then be like Chris Paul. You know, he was dangerous in his young in his younger years. And now he's leading the team and doing what he can. I'm like, man, I'm just – I just want to win. There's no MVPs, man. It's a team. We winning as a team. So we're going to go in there and try to win as a team. Well, LeBron said a few years ago, he said, I could win the scoring title every year. But, you know, that's not how you win. So, it sounds like you're very similar, you know, <laughs> mindset to LeBron. So, if, if that's the case, could be a championship coming your way this summer. But before you get to the championship, you got We Are D3 in round one, who's a team made up of former D3 guys. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really looked into a lot of the teams. Uh, I've just been focusing on me, you know, just – trying to stay healthy and consistent and uh, just trying to be sharp, you know. So whenever I get out there for training camp, you know, I just want to, you know, wherever y'all want to put me, that's where I want to be comfortable in. I just want to win. You know what I mean, I think it's going to be fun. I think everybody else who hasn't been in this in this tournament should, you know, grasp it and just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's like a, 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 what, a NCAAs for guys that's not in college anymore and guys who've never experienced it get a chance to experience it now. So. I'm just a grasp in the moment. 
So you're going to be playing with some interesting players, including yeah. uh, YouTube sensation, street baller legend, Friga. Are you excited to play with him? Are you worried about getting embarrassed in practice by him? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I respect all those guys, you know, in, uh, in the street ball. Uh, but on the court, you know, I mean, I, I take pride in what I do. I'm sure he take pride in what he do, but I don't think it'll be embarrassing. It's going to be straightforward trying to build chemistry as a team. I mean, maybe one-on-ones afterwards, you know, never know. But I think it's just going to be focused on, you know, trying to be at that, that team chemistry that teams need going into it. You know, being a vet, I think that um, – I think God shouldn't overthink it, man. Just go in there and just be you. And, um, and don't be overly – uh, un unselfish. I know some guys be in there, they have a layup and they try to throw it to somebody. No, play your game. You know what I mean? And then you don't have to call out Ben Simmons like that, man. Gee. <laughs> no, I mean, I ain't mean to call him like that, but there's other guys, too. Just, you know, you be on teams and people be too unselfish, you know? So me, I'm just like, you're going to go with the flow, man. When the Elam ending hit, that's when the real guys, you can see, you really can get a bucket then. You know what I mean? That's when the real dogs come out. Have you had a chance to watch any of Friga's videos just for fun? Even if you yeah, wasn't. I watched a few of them. I watched, you know what I mean? Yes, this is how you're joining a new team. I mean, yeah. When I go overseas or where I play over here, you look up guys you never, you know, really had, you know, heard of, and you'd be like, oh, okay. Okay, I see how this can work. I see where – I look up everybody on my team. I have, to, I have to see. But you didn't look up us before. Huh? But you didn't look up us before. No, so look. When y'all hit me up, I was like, okay. Then I seen you on Twitter. I was like, oh, okay. I ain't really like I said. I'm not. I have lately. I haven't been on anything because I just been chilling, man. Trying to stay away from the social media. I ain't really been posting nothing. I just trying to stay away from social media, man. Because social media sometimes can be addicting. You watch all these TikTok videos, people dancing and all this. It's like <laughs> I can get it. I can get overwhelmed. So I kind of just leave it alone. I try to you know clear my head, man. And just like I said, work on my game, what I need to work on. If, if you would have looked us up, you would have known that my career high was six points in college, and I was perfectly 100% healthy, no food poisoning. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> was there two three-pointers, or was them? Uh... What do you think? Just looking at me, what do you think? <laughs> I'm thinking you got a couple threes. You ain't going past that three-point line. two and <laughs> one poster dunks, and he hit the free throws on both. Oh, really? No, the heck? not, what, not what, quite. What load of rim was that? It was, what, 9.58? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you mentioned the uh, the Elam ending. You know, you, you're trying to act like an unselfish player, but I got a feeling you want to hit the Elam ending shot as often as you Yes. Do. Last year, I tried to shoot my one footer at the end. <laughs> I missed it, and Hawes tipped it in. But, yeah, of course. I mean, That's but, an assist. That's an assist. Yeah, but they won't count. You know, they yeah. tell us a lot of assists they don't count. Like, you can – you have a guy in the corner, some guy cut, and the guy in the corner be just that much open. That's the assist for that guy who cut. You know, they don't, they don't give that to them guys. What do you think about adding a new stat? Not a new stat, but, like, if you pass to someone, like, for a layup, they get hacked. It was a wide-open layup. They get hacked from behind, and they make both free throws. Like, you should get an assist for that. Assist, baby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I gave them that bucket. That's an assist. But you know they're not going to do it. They just stuck on the replays and everything now. <laughs> I was just replaying to see who should get an assist and then not give it give an assist. Right. Now you know overseas that um, in some places when I was in China, you pass somebody on the break, they dribble more than one time. It's not assist no more. Really crazy. Oh man, take away all your assists. Somebody can be on the break. You throw it up to them. One, two, layup, assist gone. That decentivizes. Like, oh, that decentivizes passing. 
Yes. I'm leading him to a bucket. That's my assist. No, they don't. And it's What's so hard. What was your career high in China? What was your career high in China? 49. <laughs> oh, no 50 burger. Man, no, nah, no 50 burger, you man. Free throw at the end. I, every time I get a career high, it'll always be when I'm not paying attention. I just be out there. I zone out and just play. If I'm looking at the score, like, oh, I got to get this. I don't get it. Yeah, but no one's telling you, yo, you need three more points for 50. No. And the crazy thing is, when I went to last, I went to Iran, I was one point shy of breaking the playoff record. And I had 42, I needed 43. Nobody said anything. Why? Why not? Well, okay. well, a record, that's like, you know, you don't want to jinx it. It's no, like, a, it's like if you're throwing a no-hitter, you don't say, whoa, yo, bro, you got a no-hitter right now. Like, yeah, but I mean, I still was in the game for four or five more minutes. I could have still got it, you know. But <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, man. It's like I mean, like if you have if you're like one rebound away from a triple double, like someone's got to tell you. Like, yes, say something. Yeah, but they don't. So I mean, I get it. Everybody was zoned in to winning. Uh, but me, I'm like, I'm in the record books for a long time. Did somebody break that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for real. Especially in Iran. Come on, who's yeah. scoring 43 in Iran? No one. Yeah, I know. It was my second game too. First game was bad because I was straight off the plane. I hate when they try to make you play straight off the plane. It's not good for the body. You love you love being the leading scorer after two games. We need to see the lar- we need to see the larger body of work this summer. Yeah, I know, man. I mean, I'm getting a little older now, so it's like I might take on a Ray Allen role and be a shooter. <laughs> but, I, but I don't know if that's in me though. I can't I can't do it. I just listen to my body. My body says time to quit, I quit, but until then I'm I'm gonna still be me. I'm not going to not be me. If somebody don't like me, so okay. I've been doing this for a while. It's only take one person to like you, so. So, before we let you go, I know Joey's going to ask you something that we always do with everyone, but I got to ask. Challenge ALS, obviously incredible organization, incredible cause. How, how big of a part did that play in you deciding which team you were going to play for this summer? Um, it played a big part. Because, uh, like, there's a few teams, Team Washington, Syracuse, and some other teams. And it came down to Purdue and them again. And, you know, I started looking at the calls and, and what they're fighting for and trying to bring awareness to the, to, to the disease. And I started researching it. So, I'm like, this could be good. You know, I got a guy that, uh, that's going to be on the back of my jersey. I got, I got to look up his name again. But he's going to be on the back of my jersey. And that's, I think that's amazing that everybody is representing somebody who has ALS. So, uh, that played a big part. Also, the big part was, you know, playing with Deshaun Stevenson and Bobby Bobby Jones and Dominique Jones, guys I played with in the past. That's, you know, that's some chemistry there. You know what I mean? You don't normally get that a lot. Uh, you always, always be joining new teams. And, and then a chance to play with Jerome Wendell, I think uh, it would bring back the Washington days when me and Isaiah played with each other. It was one of the best backcourts in the nation. So, uh, it's – Played a big part, but I'm excited and I'm, I'm curious to know how things are going to go in training camp. Yeah, did you no do the, well, I was just going to say, did you do the ice bucket challenge yet? Yeah, I did. It. I do an ice bucket. It was just water. Why uh, did you nominate us? Huh? Because he doesn't they, know us. They don't, they, don't nomi- they don't nominate no more. They don't do the nomination no more. They're just like, well, they do, but they was like, you sent me a video. Oh, well, here we go. Then, here we go. Yeah, so that, man, that's exactly good. what they, they had to do. You good there, man. You're looking big. <laughs> yeah, the crazy thing is, I'm I'm skinny now. Though. I'm like 196. At my Bro, best, you did, it, you did it in the shower. That's such a cop out. That is. A but everybody, that's what the examples that I got was in the shower. Yeah. Some guys would be in the shower. Yeah. Like, oh, so I'm Wait. like, yes. 
hold on. How, why isn't Isaiah playing in the TBT? I don't know. Uh, he was going to be assistant coach for the Washington team. All right. Well, maybe next year he'll be a player for the Washington team. But we can talk about that at another time because the focus is on ALS, not All on right. Team Washington. The last question that we have for you, and you would know this because you've watched all the episodes already, but we asked the same question to end every interview, and it's pretty simple. We're just going to turn the tables on you, let you interview us, and we'll give you the floor to ask us any questions that you've been dying to ask us, whether it's about TBT, hoops at all, anything. Go ahead. Floor is yours. Huh. Uh, this is weird. I ain't never had something like this. Uh, <laughs> Who's your top four teams going into this TBT? Like, who's your in, – in each region? You only need one from each region. Boop, boop, your top four. All right. You, we'll, we'll do this together, Andrew. I'll take Columbus. Yeah. I'm okay, a Buck guy. Go four, no, you go four. He got his four. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me just pull this up to make sure I don't miss anyone. Uh, Columbus Regional, that's easy. Ohio State. Um or Carmen's crew. I'm a Buckeye. Those are my guys. That's easy. They're the one seed also. I also think they probably have the toughest road, but I got to take them. Um, let's see. In – that's Columbus. In West Virginia, uh, sideline cancer. I hate going chalk. They're great. In Illinois, I'll take House of Pain. And eh, – no, that's too easy. I'll take Bayheim's Army. And then that's who I was gonna take. And then in Wichita, I mean, I you want me to take you guys, but I'll be honest. Go ahead, take whoever you want to take. Okay, I'll I'll take uh oh, man. It's between you guys and Everline Drive, and it's hard to go against Everline Drive. That roster is freaking nuts. So yeah. I'll take them for now, but I really I would love to see you guys play each other. That's a tough I don't that's a tough Ah, that's so like I picked three one seats, bro. Like, what am I doing? That's so easy, but whatever. Yeah, it happens, you know. That's yeah. One seats usually get upset. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, there's no way that I'm right. You know. This is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. I, I agree with Joey on the right side with uh, Columbus and West Virginia. Got to go with Carmen's crew and sideline cancer. Even though Joey, we've talked about it. Sideline cancer. They would have benefited from adding another, you know, weapon in the free agency period. Yeah. yeah. Which for them. But then in Wichita, if I was, like, given my, like, shock the world take, I'm, Joey knows I'm a big fan of Team Arkansas. I think they got a so, lot of good pieces. But I, I, I got to go Eberline Drive. I want to see a, uh Eberline Drive Challenge ALS matchup. It wouldn't be until Dayton, but it would be very cool. And then, man, I was going to go uh, – I was going to go Beheim's Army also, but that's not fun. So, I'll take your first one. I'll take House of Pain. But you can't write off the Golden Eagles, and Travis Diener is coming back. So, <laughs> yeah, he's going to play a huge role. Got, they got, like, 15 players, right? Yeah. They do hey, Justin, I got a trivia question for you. Okay. Let's see if I can get it. How many Elam Enders does Jerome Randall have in his career in TBT? Three. I think it's four. Oh, okay. You don't know the answer? You said, I think? I thought it was three. I no, mean, you said, I think. No, I just, I just looked, and it was four. But now that he said three, I'm worried that it might be three. <laughs> he had a layup. He had a jumper. Two jumpers, I thought. Or two layups and a jumper. Now I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, we just, they just posted the all-time, like, Elam Enders or whatever. 
I got one more question for you. Okay. Can you help us get IT on the show? IT sometimes can be tricky, though. Yeah, I mean, I got to hit him up on Snap. You know, on his text, you don't really respond to text. You got too many messages, probably going to do it. You're the trick. I got to say something goofy or something for him to respond. Tell him you don't think he could hit an Elam Ender. We, we just – we need to have you two on our, on our other show. That's College Hoops. We need to have you two on that show. That's what we need to do. Yeah, it'd be dope. I wouldn't mind talking about Well, Rome Randall, four. Four? Okay. I was close. Three. I thought it was three. All right. Any other questions for us? Um, yeah. Who, um, who y'all got winning the, uh, the finals? NBA. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I got Bucks and Phoenix in the finals, but I, I think that whoever was going to win the Bucks and the Brooklyn was going to win it all. So I think because they, they're just stronger. I think Bucks. And if they win, Militant really needs to be MVP. He's the X Factor. Oh, 100%. He's the best player. Yes, yes. Most skilled player on their team. Can do everything. Most, so. most important, most valuable, and probably best all around. But not the best. You know? Right. They, you know they're going to give it to Giannis. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, Giannis. Oh, oh. I don't get why Giannis, when he backs up, nobody just crowd him. Why they let him come running at you? Crowd him so he can't run run at you. I don't get any. I don't get anything with. I don't get anything with him. Period. But I think I, if the if the if the Suns can win here soon and and end that series and they get like a week of rest before the Bucks yes. or whoever they play, that's a huge advantage. Bet they they are. They I think they kind of similar on defense to me. They got good defensive presence on both ends. What the Suns do that the Brooklyn did not do was play their bench. The Suns play their bench. Yeah. Brooklyn should have played their bench a little more to get, you know, give them a little rest, maybe two minutes in the, in the second, a little in the third, and then fourth. Okay. But I think that Steve Nash should have really played his bench. It's pretty interesting that uh, some, like, young superstar is going to win their first championship this year. Yeah. There's a new, new champion. It's going to be for sure a new champion. But, like, the Clippers aren't going to win. But, like, no. the other three teams. But you never know, man. Paul George right now, he's, he's, he's hot. So, if, if Paul George continue this. Well, he's hot for one game. Because he was cold for two in a row. So, he's now he's, he's been – I would – Tyler Lue got that zone. They can't I would love zone. to see him win so that NBA Twitter just shuts up. Like, that would be nice. That's what I'm going to get, man. They get on them for losing. It's, it's just like overseas, man. They call themselves Playoff P. That's tough. Man, yes. You can't call yourself Playoff P and then stick no, it up. No, I wouldn't give myself a nickname either. Yeah. Sure. I, think, I think the cool headline is that Chris Paul could be playing against the Bucks, which there were rumors that he wanted to go to the Bucks. Kind of reminds me of a potential, you know, Men of Mackey Challenge ALS championship where, you know, you'd be playing against your old guys. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I, oh, I, love, I love Men of Maggie, though. Like I said, it's, you know, and the crazy thing is I've connected with a few people who, like, alumni and everything, so they, they pretty cool. <laughs> like, the crazy thing, I was getting recruited to go there also. I just never went because – Smart. West that's the worst college town in the world. Yeah, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And, and Washington, their pitch was ridiculous. And I'm, I, I, I committed right after. Yeah, Purdue was like, that's too much defense. You want to score the ball. And Washington said, we'll play five out, go ahead, and you can wear Jordans. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. But to bring up Purdue was too slow, though. I, my, my, my game is just up and down, and I couldn't do it. You're not built for Big Ten basketball. You're not mind. built to stay in the Midwest. I had to get away from the Midwest. I had to get out. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I just looked up your uh, Wikipedia. You look 
you look like you mean business in your in your Wikipedia uh, image. Let me take a picture. Oh yeah, was is that the image? Uh, did they have a red shirt on it? Yeah, Joey, you got. Oh, that was my USA shirt. <laughs> now it's this. I was not like one. You are not messing around in that one. Oh. <laughs> I was mad that day. I was really mad that day. I can't. Yeah, I was really mad that day, bro. That was in uh, that was in Turkey, Galatasaray. They're, like, they're like, hey, Justin, smile. And you're like, no, because they. The crazy thing is, you think that in um, media day we get to do what kind of pose we want. They got us doing all the poses that other teams are doing. I'm like, bro, we don't need to be like that. We trying to be like ourselves. I'm a professional athlete. You trying to tell me to pose like that? No, that's too basic. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. They were just trying to tell us what to do. I was just like, do you have all your jerseys? Bro, I got all of them. Every one, every team I've been to, I got. And last question. Did you know that we're also from Illinois? What part? North, north suburbs. Oh, yeah, way up north. Uh, the mean, the mean, I'm from the mean streets of Highland Park. Yeah, yeah, way up north. I'm, I'm, I'm south, south, south. Yeah, no, we're closer to Wisconsin than we are to, to you. <laughs> yeah, me, I'm an hour and 40 minutes away from St. Louis. All right, Justin Dentman, thanks for coming on. Thanks for promising us that you'll average 35 a game in TBT this summer. Uh, looking for Hey, hey. Whatever I just thought of one last question. I just thought of one last question. This is the last one. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> okay. So. We're not going to be in Wichita, but we will be in Dayton. We ask everyone this. Do you feel a lot of pressure knowing that you'll get to hang out with us if you get to Dayton? But if not, you won't get to hang with us. No, I mean, eventually I think if I don't get to Dayton, I'm going to see you guys eventually. So <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. As long as we get, as long as we get us a, you know, a, a nice little flick, you know. Yeah, we all right. We all good. <laughs> Good. Not staged though. Not like the other nah, two. No, nah, I got. He got to be completely random. Oh, yeah. He'll make the best pitchers. All right, man. Thank you. This was a blast. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Y'all have a good one. All right, join us now on Inside TVT from the one seed Eberline Drive. AJ Slaughter and Jeremy Evans, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for having us on, Gus. Absolutely. Um, how I know this is a little bizarre, obviously, with four of us being in four different places. But how this will work is we're gonna pose each question to you guys individually to make sure that you guys know we're asking you the question, or else it gets a little bit confusing. Um, but my first question is uh, for AJ. AJ, this is a really easy one. How excited are you for the TBT this year? I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it, man. Um, we put a really good team together this year. Um, as you can tell, with us getting the one seed, um, we got a lot of, a lot of guys, a lot of athleticism, um, and of course, I'm getting a chance to play with, play with my college roommate, one of my best friends, Jeremy Evans. So, definitely excited about this TBT and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Jeremy, I'd ask you the same question, but more importantly, I see a lot of artwork behind you. Is there by chance the famous painting that you dunked over behind you? Uh, it's not. It's actually in my man cave. Yeah, but I got a lot of stuff in here. This is kind of my office area, but my office is my art room. So, yeah, I come in here and do all my interviews. 
everything so people can check out my art. All right, fair enough. But now to you, how excited are you to play oh, in TBT? I'm pumped, man. Uh, every year, you know, the opportunity comes up, but uh, sometimes stuff comes up, you heard, or just been a long season. And uh, I mean, I've been wanting to get back in, and opportunity came up just to play with AJ and also to go back and play with Everlane. Uh, I played with them before and know some of the guys at GM, and they always have, you know, guys that show up. And that's the big thing about these tournaments. You got to have guys you can rely rely on and, you know, actually come to the games and get ready to play and want to win. So uh, after hearing what Matt, you know, proposed to me and had the guys he, he had coming, I was like, sure. Uh, plus, I wanted to play with AJ one more time. And he knew that. And he's like, let me get AJ and make it happen. Yeah, I mean, we are the insiders of the TBT. It's in our name. So we may know a little bit more than, you know, the rest of the public knows about how you guys – came to be on this team, and you don't have to get into the details of it, but, Jeremy, I'll ask you, safe to say that you and A.J. were a package deal, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. I told everybody, I was like, if A.J.'s on the team, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on. So, hey, whatever happens, happens. I don't care where it is, that's what, that's what it's going gonna to be. So, uh, they were able to make it happen. A.J., we released our top ten players in the Wichita region about a week ago. We had you at number six and Jeremy at number nine. What do you think about those rankings? Hey, I feel like we should have been higher on that list, you know. Uh, but, hey, you know, like, it's always good to be on the list. But I thought we should have been a little higher. But, hey, we, we can go into that go into that region with something to prove with a little chip on our shoulder. So, they may have done us a favor, you know. But it's all, it's all good. Uh, I think all those guys on that list well deserve to be on there and can really play and uh, – we look forward to the opening weekend. Jeremy, we, uh, you know, we make these lists, we do all these things, but what is commonly understood in the world of TBT is that the Wichita Regional is probably the toughest. Have you done any research into whether it's your first-round matchup or some of the other teams and players in your regional? Uh, to be honest, not really. Uh, <laughs> I look at the first game, we got to take it from there. Because if we don't get past the first game, you know, the rest of it don't even matter. All so, right, pop, pop quiz. Who are you playing in the first game? NG Saints. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got one thing to say about the NG Saints. Uh -huh. Up, up, set, alert. <laughs> That's what I got to say. On the upset <laughs> alert? Okay, okay. Do you know who the NG Saints are, though, all kidding aside? Not really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the newman Garetti High School their alumni team. So they got guys like Scoop Jardine on there from Syracuse. They got – it's pretty incredible coming from a high school like mine where there's only been like five Division One players ever. Um, you know, they got enough to make uh, probably an A, B, and C team in the TBT. So that's just a little bit of background. I'll help you do some homework on them. I got you. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> Did you guys – and either one of you can answer this. Did you guys ever consider a Western Kentucky alumni team? For TBT, is that something that could ever come about? I'll let AJ answer that one. Yeah, we actually did. We was tossing that idea around for this year. Um, it kind of came in late in the late in the picture, so we really didn't have enough time to, you know, what I'm saying, put a team together and really get all the ins and out of it. But we definitely, you know, definitely tossed that idea around. I think we got enough guys that come through the program to. To, to make a quality team and maybe make a run at it one year. I can tell you that uh, 
Matt Mitchell is the happiest that there is not a Western Kentucky TBT team this year. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, like Jeremy said, it was a package deal, man. We we was either coming or we wasn't. So he definitely, he's definitely happy. So let me ask you guys this: If you're fortunate enough to win the championship with Everline Drive this year, and obviously that's the goal. If Western Kentucky says, "All right, we're we're ready, we're making a team," does that make that decision a little bit harder? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many games I got left. So, I mean, of course it would be a tough decision. But, I mean, it's always play with your alumni team, guys that you probably played with before, uh, brothers that you still talk to. I mean, yeah, it would be, be pretty tough for me. Yeah, for me too. I think it would, it would be tough. You know, I mean, let alone it was tough this year choosing a team. You know, it, <laughs> I know you guys got the inside with, with that. We won't name any team names or anything, but it will definitely be tough for um, Putting up, putting up our alumni team because we always want to, you know, represent your alumni team. And then with KBC also, you know, we have connections there with with Tom and KBC. So those guys look to be around in the coming years too. So it 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 would definitely make things harder. In the past, there's been some uh, there's been TBT dunk contests. There's not there's not one this year. So, Jeremy, what kind of dunks are we going to be seeing in game? from you this year because you're not going to be able to, you know, do the dunk contest. So we got to see some big-time posters in the real games. I mean, to be honest, as uh, long as we make it past that first game, you know, <laughs> I have a lot to show. But, uh, you know, just like you say, I don't want to see an upset that first game. So lock in, do everything we can to win it, and hopefully, you know, not to say the first game, but one game we get up by 20, 30, I can pull off a few tricks. If you guys, if you guys are in Dayton, I'll bring the painting out mid-game, set it down, and you can jump over the painting. Hey, that, I, now that'll be cool, but I don't know if I can make make it over it now. <laughs> I'll look back at that's a large paint, man. We uh, not to give anything away, but what's your what's your favorite dunk you've ever done? I eh, you can include the dunk contest, but like, what what would you if you could do any dunk in a game right now? Like, what what would it be? I mean, it has to be the one that I keep seeing all over social media every every couple months, every few weeks. I'm always tagged in the one that I, you know, blocked the shot, went on the other end and dunked on a runny Terry off. So, I mean, that's always the highlight, uh, just to be able to block his shot and then he comes down and, you know, tries to contest it. So, uh, probably something like that. AJ, can you dunk? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, I can dunk, but I'm not, I ain't got no dunk contest ducks. I'm, I'm a regular just two-hand tipping guy, you know? More, yeah. of a float, more of a floater guy, putting that finish at the rim. Yeah, I just wanted to include you. I didn't want you to feel left out, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AJ, so doing my research for you, you like to wear some big jerseys when you were at uh, Western Kentucky. For your Everline Drive jersey, did you ask for a quadruple XL, or are you just going to go <laughs> with whatever fits? <laughs> Nah, 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 I like my jerseys to fit me now. The funny, the funny thing about those Western Kentucky jerseys is, is our our team manager used to play at Western Kentucky, Anthony Winchester. He was a team manager here. He had ordered the jerseys, and they came in, and they like the pictures you seen there was huge. Hey, so he was like, he, yeah, they was huge. So he was like scared, like oh my god, he was like, you know, like I didn't want to have to send them back to the coach. I ordered like the wrong size, or they came in too big. 
And he was like, you guys be all right just wearing them, you know? We was like, yeah, it's cool, just wear it, you know? Plus, it's back then, people were wearing baggy stuff anyway, you know? But I look at it now, I'm like, yeah, them jerseys was huge. <laughs> Did you guys ever rock the really baggy T-shirt under the jersey? Like, not only the baggy jersey, but, like, then you also have the baggy T-shirt, and people are like, is there even a person underneath there, you know? Yeah, it's too yeah. much. It's too much. You know, some guys used to rock the T-shirt. I think Anthony Sally used to rock the T-shirt, yeah. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot going on. Yeah, too much. <laughs> so, Jeremy, who who are some other uh, teammates you're looking forward to playing with this summer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, so I play with Kyle Hines in uh, Milan. So thought about him. Uh, and then when we said Everlane, no, I'm saying I'm saying of the guys that are on your team, who are you excited to play? Oh, I was like, to play with. <laughs> not uh, not pick anyone in the whole world to play with who you're playing with. Just on the team, who you're excited <laughs> to play with. Uh, I mean, everybody. I, I heard, you know, a lot of them, but Archie's from Arkansas. Uh, let's see. Played against a couple other guys in G League. Uh, who else? Marcus how about, Lee. How about, how about Marquise Teague? You excited to play with him? Well, I don't know much about T, but I, you know, I played against his brother. But you know, obviously, he's a great player. Uh, Matt told me, well, I think when I was signing on that they were probably going to sign him. You know, I had no problem. But I know he's, you know, quick point guard. Uh, I don't know much about his game. Uh, excited to play with everybody. We got to send you some tapes on your teammates, man. You gotta, you gotta be ready. Be I never watch TV. I don't. I really don't watch basketball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this guy, he doesn't watch basketball. He doesn't watch basketball at all. It's it's amazing. It's crazy. Even before he, even before he got to the NBA, he didn't he didn't watch. He didn't know anybody. Y'all gotta know, man. I'm from a country town, man. It's like six thousand people. I was always outside, just on the on the court, man. So, so what's no. Your favorite, so what's your favorite pastime besides playing basketball? If you're not watching it, if you're not like, what are you what are you doing? You're painting. Painting outside. I mean, I just finished working out. I, when y'all called, I was grilling. I mean, I'm always outside. Man. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Uh, a little chicken, you know, barbecue chicken. <laughs> ready for, I had to practice a little bit. I don't know how to cook, you know. <laughs> My wife, she's showing me a little something. So, yeah. But that's just me, man. AJ, has Jeremy ever asked you to pose for a painting? <laughs> He's never asked me to pose for a painting. But I have given him, I have given him a picture to paint for me though. I got my boy on the wall. Like a, like a live pose, and he paint me up or draw me up. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually sick, Jeremy. Can we can we send you stuff for to to paint of us? Oh uh, yeah, I mean LeBron sent me a couple pictures. Kobe, uh, I got all this in here. Let's see, can you see it? Yeah, yeah that was, That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, shoot him right away. Got you. We're not – I mean, we're not LeBron or Kobe, but I did score six points in a college basketball game once, so. Oh, uh, so I'll take you ain't playing TBT this summer. And I uh, I, I sprained my ankle last night playing pickup, so I'm, I'm a bit of a hooper myself, too. <laughs> it's always you got to get hurt. They don't do it for a living, huh? <laughs> well, I'm not injured. I, <laughs> I'm not injured. But, but, yeah, I'm not playing in TBT. I actually – I went to Ohio State and played there, and they don't need me on Carmen's crew. They don't need me on that team. So, 
Uh, I don't even – I joke around with them. I'm like, hey, like, you know, I got five fouls to give you if you want to throw me out there, you know. But, like, they just – they don't need me. Well, maybe you guys should think about running, like, a TBT team, just you guys, and then you put your own your, – yourselves in the game. You guys have a team that you create. Yeah, but, like, we want to – we want to have a chance, you know? You well, I, I keep having this, this reoccurring dream <laughs> where one team can't play in TBT and Joey and I are there. So we have to pull together this ragtag team, kind of like the Bad News Bears, like in the matter of like days. And we lose in the end of the dream. But I do <laughs> have the dream. But <laughs> here's, here's the most important question. We've been asking this to a lot of guys. So we're not going to be in Wichita, but we will be in Dayton. How much pressure do you guys feel to get to Dayton? Because you know you'll get to hang out with us if you do. <laughs> you, guys are pretty, you guys are pretty cool. We would definitely look forward to meeting you guys and, and hanging out with you guys. You guys are pretty cool guys. All right, Jeremy, your turn to say something nice about us. <laughs> Don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, man. That's hey, <laughs> that would be nice. No, for sure. And we're rooting for you guys. The way it kind of works on our show is, if guys come on the show, like instantly, we become fans of theirs, regardless of if we mean it or not. And we do mean it more more often than not. But we're rooting for you guys now, so so that's good too. I got a question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We played a couple years. Uh, what made y'all interview us this year? We've been well, we've been doing this this year. This is year two for us. I don't think they've been around yet. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. That's a good question, though. And and actually, yeah. it's funny you say that because how we end every interview is by turning the tables on our guests and letting you guys interview us. So, Jeremy, that's a perfect way to kick it off. You guys are free to ask us any questions you got, whether it's about TBT, basketball, life, grilling, anything. Okay. I know y'all got to pick. Who, who y'all got picking uh, to win the TBT? Andrew, you want to go first? We we've bounced around a lot. We've said a lot of uh, a lot of different teams. You know, before all the additions, we were saying sideline cancer, and then we were saying house of pain. So I think Everline Drive. <laughs> all right, well, I won't pander to our guests, and I think it's either going to be Bayheim's Army or uh, sideline cancer. Okay, all right, I like that. Uh, Not that I don't think you – I mean, you got. You guys know you guys probably have the best roster. Like, there's no – I mean, there's no denying that. I'm just saying, like, those teams have played together. They're due. You know, they've been in TBT for 800 years, all that bullshit. Excuse my language. Like, they, they're just due. So, we, that's, that's I, my – I've been saying House of Pain, too, but I do think this. I think if you guys lose, and Joey will agree, if you guys lose at any point, you will be upset, I think. Like, it'll be a team that has, has less talent that beats you guys. Less guys, less names. Yeah, how so, does that feel? Do you guys yeah. – is, is the pressure just mounting right now? Or are we just that, – that's Andrew's fault, if that's true. Well, well, Joey's calling the first-round upset. I never and said that. No, I said that. I said, I said oh, you're okay. going to lose in the first it. round and win yeah, it all. Yeah. I said both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully we, don't, hopefully we don't do that. But, no, it's no, it's no pressure, man, at the end of the day. You know, it's just a good opportunity for us to get on the court again and play with our friends. But we're definitely going to take it serious, and, and we want to try to win this thing. All right, last thing I got, then we'll let you out of here. AJ, it's approaching uh, 1 a.m. your time. 
What time are you going to get to bed tonight? I hear you stay up late. Sure. It's, it's approaching 2 a.m. Uh, oh, it's approaching I, 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I usually I usually stay up late, but for some reason today I was I was tired. I had I called Jeremy. I was like, man, I gotta take a nap, bro. Make sure I'm make sure you wake me up in time for the interview. So <laughs> wait, you joined I something happened and I saw you join the link at four AM our time last night. What happened there? I got mixed up. I thought it I thought it was like one AM in the morning, you know, like I thought you guys were getting up early, you know, catching me in the afternoon. So I jumped I jumped on early. I was like, I read the message again. I was like, oh, it's it's. I got the wrong time. But yeah, I probably I probably get some rest soon as this is over. We got a we got a big game tomorrow for the Olympic qualifiers against uh, Luka Doncic in in Slovenia. So we got to be ready for that one. He's pretty good. So we'll uh, let you get out of here and get some sleep. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys and the rest of Everline Drive. AJ Slaughter, Jeremy Evans will be rocking their uh, two big jerseys in TBT this summer. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thanks, fellas. This is yeah. a blast. All right, buddy. I'll take care. All right, join us now from Team Arkansas, head coach Monty Patel and Dusty Hannas. Guys, welcome to the show. We've been waiting for this one. Mm, appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And Dusty, guys, we'll just put it out there. Dusty is on the golf course. What a great guy to join the Zoom uh, in the middle of a round of golf. Either that means he's playing terrible or playing great. Really, there's no no in-between there. But, Dusty, I'll ask you the first question, and it's a layup. Or, I guess, for you, it's it's a wide-open three-pointer. How excited are you to play in TBT? I'm excited, man. Just been a weird year as far as not playing a lot of basketball. You know, I was – uh, at the G League bubble, and you know it's it's not a real season; it's just like a tournament almost. Felt like summer league, so you know just to get out there, be able to go to these practices and play games, and get back to doing what I love is what I'm excited about. That's good to hear, Coach. How about you? Excited to uh, roam the sidelines for Team Arkansas? Man, I'm excited. I just want to make sure I don't get in the way of all the great players that we put together. So my job's pretty simple. Yeah, and, and on this show, we've gone on record plenty of times as saying you guys are the most underrated, underseated team. Coach, can you talk a little bit about your roster, kind of how it came to be, and, and what makes you so excited about the guys you put together? I mean, for this, it's the Arkansas mentality, right? Everyone always overlooks Arkansas, and then you try to go out there and prove it. All the guys that we have have a lot of dog in them, so we're just excited for them to go out there and prove what Arkansas basketball is. I mean, Dusty was a big get. That was a – when I got signed up, that was a big recruit call I made. I'm trying to convince him to come over and play with us. And Barford was already signed up, and I know they played together. And then and then even those guys started trying to get even better players to come along and great players to come along. And next thing you know, we get Fortson on board. And now we have one of the most dangerous backcourts, I believe, in the whole tournament. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for to watch these guys practice and get, get to rolling. Dusty, I just want you to know how much uh... – coach has your guys back every time we put out a list or anything he's right in the dms why wasn't dusty on that list you guys don't realize how good fortson <laughs> is what are you doing so you got a coach that cares about you guys and he's he's paying attention and he's he's fighting your battles for you so he's a good guy I appreciate it y'all for sure should have had fortson on there though i will say that but it's all right <laughs> yeah i will say this and and we haven't really gone out and publicly said it 
when we make these lists, like we do it based on a lot of different factors. And the number one thing is guys that we've had on the show. You know, that's oh, just okay. like, that's kind of how we roll. We're very loyal guys. So this Makes is a, another reason why we wanted to have you guys on is so we can start pumping out some more stuff about Arkansas. Yeah. You guys got two fans in here for us. One question yeah. I have for you, another question I have for you, Coach, um, for the TBT fan who doesn't have an allegiance to a team, why should they uh, start rooting for Arkansas and join the bandwagon? I mean, that's going to come out when we play. I know these guys like to play fast. We want to play fast. We want to play an open court game. So when you start watching us, I mean, everyone's always heard of 40 minutes from the Nolan days to the Mike days to even watching Musselman and his team and how they play. People are going to love the fast style of play that we bring. I mean, we've got a lot of gunners, got a lot of scorers, got guys that want to get guys in the right position and guys that want to compete and win. I mean, you even look at guys that are in college that that play really hard. That's the type of dudes we have that are just going to make you fall in love with watching that type of basketball. Dusty, so the team name, Team Arkansas, very clever. How did you guys think of it? <laughs> Oh, man, just, just a lot of hard thinking. <laughs> Coach, what do you got to say about the name? I mean, we've looked at other names. The problem is we don't want to get in no trademark issue, anything like that, because, I mean, heck, you can go with Woo Pig Suey. You can go with Team Razorback. You can go with, you know, all kinds of different names for what Hog fans are. I mean, it's just when the trademark issues come in, you don't want to definitely get a lawsuit for a TBT tournament, you know? So it's, it's safe to say that the name is not set in stone. You are open to changing the name in the future. Next year, there's going to be a lot of things we're open to changing, and we're going to try to keep putting together a better and better roster. So we're going to keep making sure that we're marketable in those aspects too. Can, uh, can we be the head of the name committee? We, we would love to be involved. We'll get on a podcast and, and break. Well, I, got, I got one right now. What about Razor Sharp TBT? Razor sharp. That that we'll put that in the list. <laughs> Maybe swipe left on that one. Andrew is. Uh, I will say I'll toot Andrew's horn. He's made a couple of the team names. So, which is hilarious, honestly. If you got, if you knew anything about us, like it's hilarious. Um, but let's we can shift gears back to to the more serious TBT matters. Um, Dusty. Eventually, we're gonna put out a ranking of three point shooters, rebounders, passers, all that fun stuff. Obviously, we want to talk to you about the three-point shooting list. You're going to be on there. Should you be number one? Um, I think y'all know my my answer, if you know me a little bit. But, yeah, I definitely think I should be number one. Um, I think my track record shows um, what the percentages I've shot over my career, whether you look at professional or college. Um, I just have always been a high, high-efficient shooter. And – uh, you you can look at my free throws as well. So I, yeah, I think I should be number one. What's the most threes you've made in a row? Um, I made I made like ninety straight in the corner the other day, and then no, actually I I had a hundred and like a hundred and twelve one day in the corner this past summer, like early in the summer, I had a hundred twelve in the right corner. Do you have proof? So I can, no, I don't bring a camera. <laughs> You're just gonna have to believe me. Hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to probably start bringing a camera though. Maybe start a YouTube. Let people watch it. <laughs> yeah, just a just a 47 minute long video of no talking, just you banging things <laughs> in the corner. I don't. 
that doesn't sound too bad to me. Is the, is the corner three, that's your spot? I feel like watching you play, like, you know, that's, that's not where you're shooting all your threes. No, no. I, I mean, it's the easiest three if you take into account distance and stuff. Um, but I feel like most of mine come from above the break uh, off handoffs and, you know, screens. I, I kind of like the up top slot area. I really like shooting from there. So, yeah, just kind of try to not think of any spot as my favorite, but I've had to do some thinking now with this three-point contest. <laughs> what, um, would you rather be catching moving right or moving left? Uh, honestly, it doesn't matter, Good to answer. be completely honest. That's the answer I was looking for. Dusty, um, and I have a question for you, and then I, I got another co- uh, question for you, Coach, so don't worry. We're not forgetting about you. Dusty, um, I got to admit, I went to Mizzou. I'm a big Mizzou fan, but I think you guys are so talented that that's overshadowing my Mizzou fandom. What do you think <laughs> of the Mizzou-Arkansas rivalry? Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a rivalry. I think LSU is our rival. Um, and basketball-wise, Kentucky's kind of up there, too just animosity-wise, but I always enjoyed playing Mizzou and whatever their uh, student section, what is that called, where they heckle you? The zoo crew, or the antlers? You're probably thinking of the antlers. <laughs> the antlers, yeah. I think it's a fun place to play. I wouldn't just call Mizzou our arrival, though. I'm not an antler, for what it's worth. <laughs> Don't worry. Dusty, wait, I have a question. Before, before Andrew asks a question uh, to Coach Dusty, I have a question for you. I went to Ohio State. What do you think about the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry? Ohio State-Michigan? Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> think it's great. <laughs> Dusty, what are your thoughts on the uh, Army-Navy rivalry? I uh, also think that one's great, too, fellas. <laughs> Coach, Dusty Anna's big rivalry guy. Coach, my question for you is how are we going uh, to get Weems to suit up? Man, I th- I think we get closer and closer. I think that itch just comes in where you want to play. I can't guarantee he wants to play. I know he's happy to be a part of the GM staff, and he wants Arkansas to be represented very well. That's why he wanted to come on. But I think that purse starts getting bigger and bigger, and Sonny Weems is going to start looking at, you know, hey, let me put these shoes on and go out there with these boys. The second he announces that he's playing, you're going to text me and say, why didn't Sonny, why isn't he on the top players list, even though it's going to be 20 days after? I'm an Arkansas fan. I paid attention to all these guys. I've watched Dusty in high school to college to, to being a professional. I've seen Sonny in the same way. So it's easy for me to know which guys are really about it. I'm not going to BS you about who, who is really good when they're not or they're not that caliber. But Dusty, Barford, and Courtney are easy to fight for and say, look, y'all are crazy. Like, this list is wrong, very, very wrong. And I'm – okay telling people that because just like I tell kids that I coach hey let me handle it because I don't mind looking like the bad guy so let me ask you this coach you know tie ball game Elam ending you're down two points who are you giving the ball to Courtney gonna have that ball and he gonna make a decision for everybody and he always makes the right one and Dusty knows it too because he knows he's gonna find Dusty for a shot and Dusty's gonna put that thing in that's the fun part of it it's we've got guys that want to win and and they know who to who needs the ball, and then who's going to make shots for them and make shots easy for them. So trust me, D- Dusty knows. We've talked about it, and that's one of the good things about him is we're we're on the same page on how we need to run this team and what what needs to happen on the court. So even Courtney said he don't care about his numbers. He's proven everything he needs to prove. 
he's ready to go out there and help win. And whatever that takes, we'll win. All right, my last question this is for either of you to answer. How is Joe Johnson not on the team? Major ball drop there. You want it or you want me to get it? You got it. Contracted with the big three. From everything I understand, because that contract stops him, he can't. That's a goal. That's another guy we're going to try to get. There's a lot of Arkansas guys in the tournament that that over the next coming years we're going to try to flip. I mean, you got Archie Goodwin playing in it. You got Jeremy Evans playing in it. Joe Johnson had played in it. You got Sonny Weems. We got Courtney coming. I mean, there's a lot of Arkansas talent in there. No doubt Dusty, about would you have liked to play with Joe Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Um, I play Dunbar Summer League in Little Rock with him, so we've got some a pass to playing together. See, here, here's the crazy thing, because I'm about to go to their Dunbar game while Dusty's on the golf course. But Dusty, Barford, Daryl Macon, and Joe Johnson put themselves on the same team at Dunbar League. Like, who the heck's going to beat them? Like, what? What? this can't even be fun. We don't even know what the Dunbar League is, and we know that that's not there. <laughs> it's like our Pro-AM pro League in Little Rock. Right. No, no, obviously. I'm, I'm joking. So, like – like, that's a squad. Uh, about to go out there and check that out and see what they look like while Dusty's on the golf court. Barford's going to be on the court getting buckets, and they're playing Archie Goodwin's team. So, you get a little TBT preview. I played pickup uh, this morning, so I wasn't going to drive to Little Rock three hours for a game. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, that's kind of like Kraft and Diebler in Columbus. They play on a men's league team together. Like, a lot of the former has – like, a men's league team. Not a pro-am league, like a men's league team. It's like – That's that's hilarious. What are those guys doing? I was I was watching their game last night. It's like, what are you guys doing? I'm playing with my boys in a different league. They're playing in another league, and they got, like, four Ohio, former Ohio State players on the same team playing against Joe Schmoes from all over Columbus. But that's a whole other story. Um, all right, fellas, before we let you go – Last question, what we always do on this show is we flip the table onto you guys, let you guys interview us for a second. Any questions that you have for us, we're happy to answer. Dusty, what you got? I don't have any questions. I don't have any questions, man. Just uh, excited to meet you guys and go compete. That's very sweet. We're excited to meet you too. <laughs> I'm, ready to, I'm ready to see the new power rankings on players so whenever y'all get that out go ahead and just tag us to it so you you have ruined it for your team there will never be another arkansas player on any power ranking ever again we already know what the to block then don't worry don't worry we'll just andrew we'll just put out an arkansas team arkansas power ranking list and just put all the players at one and then just send it to him We'll no, it's going to be it's going to be West Virginia player power rankings according to Team Arkansas head coach Monty Patel. This is going to be 10, <laughs> 10 Arkansas players. I'm with it. Hey, I always fight for my guys. I'm always on that. All right. We fight for our guys too and you guys are now officially our guys. So welcome to the team. Perfect. All right. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, guys. Hit them straight, Dusty. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, peace see you guys alright joining us now for what feels like the second time in I don't know a week you were just here Ron yeah, Baker I feel like I was yeah Ron welcome back to the show appearance number two uh, it's just glad to see that you're still using your closet as your studio <laughs> I'm really impressed love it Got you know nice CBT logo that? up there. Do you know the story behind that? I can't remember, but I knew it was something comical. Yeah, the door yeah. came off. 
Yeah, I thought I, yeah. Thought, the, I thought the door came off in a spectacular way. No, no, it just came off in like August, and it's <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> about to be August again, and I don't know if I'm gonna get it fixed. Now it's just like really who I am, you know, kind of like you cutting your hair, your famous right. Goldilocks. It would be it would be yeah. weird if I put my well, closet door back on. Yeah, it just opens a room up. I'd just leave it off at this point. I heard the wind. Less of a, less of a hassle. I heard the wind yes. blowing your hair, Rod. You guys, just follow Scott City, Kansas on your weather apps on your iPhone and just <laughs> randomly each day about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, just look at the wind speed every day. Oh, it's and, tough to play golf there. Oh, impossible. That south wind makes a hole about 150 yards longer it's brutal well that's why we're going to charleston and yeah. not wichita so that we can golf yeah that's why kansas is the flyover state because of the wind no one wants to golf there i should i'd rather golf in south carolina too yeah well we're going to west virginia <laughs> but oh, <laughs> west virginia. <laughs> all right good deal tbt that's Do where it. we're here. um Let's talk about the Wichita Regional. A lot of really, really good teams. A lot of people, there's rumors that it's the best region. Does that make you really, really nervous? I don't know if I'm nervous or more excited. What's cool is 16 teams are here this year. Instead of two years ago, it was only eight. So you'll get to see teams play that you obviously won't even play until or if you get to Dayton. But I think the top half – of our region is probably one of the best eight teams in the entire tournament with Eberlin drive. And I think the cheaters are in there and then uh, I could be wrong, but Florida T and T might be in there as well, but don't, yeah, tons uh, of talent on that top half for sure. Don't quote me on this, but I hear the cheaters are using foreign substance, foreign substances on their basketballs. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I, I, isn't that kind of, weird to actually cheat and name yourself the cheaters but they're wouldn't getting, you like want to try and hide it no but like who would name themselves the cheaters and then cheat like that's part of their plan yeah oh so they're the cheaters and they're not cheaters exactly. but they're actually cheating exactly wow who would have yeah. thought are we creating another enemy andrew we have one enemy right now ron mr baker because uh Someone got mad at us for our rankings, and now we just don't like Armored Athlete. And not don't like, but, like, they're our enemy. It so wasn't like, even rankings. Huh? It wasn't even rankings. We just said, here's a few things to watch from the tournament. And a, an Armored <laughs> Athlete replied with the pencil emoji. Like, we just said, like, two seconds. Like, okay, we're taking notes. Like, all right, Armored Athlete, fine. Then we'll never talk about you ever then. <laughs> you lost all your publicity. You're done. Yeah, so add LA Cheaters to that list because apparently now we're just talking about them cheating. Not only that, I think they have the worst name in the entire tournament, but that's irrelevant. Um, back to Wichita. Yeah. Me and Andrew are both kind of upset that we're not being there just because the atmosphere and the crowd at the Coke Center, correct? Coke, Coke Arena. Arena, yep. Coke Arena is not only the one of the best college basketball venues – but it's obviously going to be incredible for TBT coming. Can you just talk about the fact that, like, how excited are you to have fans back? That's really what my question is. In the, in, sure. And back in Coke. Yeah. yeah, so having fans back has been missed for about a year. The team this past year, the college team, I think they had 20% attendance. I went to two games this year, and it 
just wasn't the same. Energy wasn't there. The vibe of Charles Cook Arena was just pretty much gone. Now we're able to get fans in arenas, stadiums. I think in mid-April we had about 8,000 fans at a college baseball game here in town. And just seeing that atmosphere with our sports fans here in town who are diehard Shocker fans, being able to get out with their families, enjoy an atmosphere around a sport, I think was good for our community, but it's also good for the United States. Having sporting events with fans, it's, it's time to get people back out there and support the teams they love. And Wichita hosting 16-team regional with a ton of talent, I think it is going to draw outsiders and foreigners into our into our city. So just to be good for all the players that are here, I think we're going to have another solid outing when it comes to the fans. Back in 19, I think there's a little over 7,000 people at the Aftershocks game. So something to definitely look forward to, and I think it's time for the community to get out and support. You mentioned uh, some good talent, so much talent that we ranked Connor Framkamp 10th in the top mm-hmm. 10 players in Wichita, and we didn't have any other Aftershocks players in there. You got a lot of heat from it from uh, your guys' Twitter account in, in the, uh, the, the uh, Wichita State. Yeah. What do you think about that list? Should Connor have been higher? Who else could have been in there? Sure. I think from a respect standpoint, being 10th out of however many teams is is good good amount of respect. But Connor, I think if you look at his career right now, he's one of the best transcending players in Europe. I think he was third in scoring in the Spanish league, which is one of the best domestic leagues over in Europe. And he's going on to a Euroleague team who made the playoffs and got the eighth seed and gave Barcelona a run for their money in the European playoffs. So, He's definitely made a name for himself over there. He signed with St. Petersburg and is going to continue to grow as a as a pro over there. His game really fits what St. Petersburg's about. Uh, I think Tyrus McGee needs some more some more mentions. Obviously, a very talented kid. I think he was in Israel this past year playing with some good competition in that league. Another solid domestic league over there in Europe. Uh, we had a Wichita kid from Wichita State, uh, Joe Raglan, who was also in that league. And both of those guys spoke highly of each other. So if Joe Raglan's talking good about you, you know you're you're doing something pretty good over there in Europe. So I'd, I'd definitely keep an eye on him when this tournament gets going. So uh, we have to ask you again, you're definitely not playing, right? Correct. I have not. You know, like treadmills, right? I've probably not gone over a 4.5 mile per hour since surgery in September. The only time I jog is if I'm jogging to my ball on the golf course. And, you know, that's soft terrain. So it's less stress on the, on the hips. Is that by choice or just because you're not healthy enough? I would say it's a little bit of both. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Good. I'll just go 50-50. 50% choice, 50% health. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else about the Aftershocks team should the Wichita State faithful be excited about? I think compared to the team in 19, this is going to be a younger team. So we're going to look to get up and down a little bit more. You look at our wings right now with Marcus <clears throat> McDuffie, obviously a younger player, and he really likes to get on the lanes and run. Daryl Willis is a five-man who's energetic and 
can run with the best of them. I think that's kind of the motto of what we're going to go go with. You look at like sideline cancer and some of those other teams that have success in this tournament, they don't really run a whole lot of plays. They're guys that get the rebounds and pretty much just play basketball at a really, really decent pace. So that's something I'm excited about uh, for our team, just that young youth aspect. Hopefully we can be the second team that gets tired because you definitely see teams get a little gassed in the middle of July playing this high-level basketball. So the team that doesn't get tired first is usually the team that doesn't have any slip-ups and non-game-winning plays. So your first-round matchup is with, is against X-Pats, which is a bunch of uh, Patriot League alumni. little uh, unknown fact for you, the X-Pats GM and coach is Joey's high school teammate. So they're going to be running a lot of uh, Joey Lane-style offenses, I hear, which is a lot of threes and mm. no, defense. no defense. Do you think the aftershocks can handle a fast-paced – I have no idea what – You have no idea how that's is running. But <laughs> do, you think, do you think the Aftershocks can handle a Joey Lane-style offense? I kind of think that's what our motto is going to be, to be honest. We've got some guys that can score it. So, if it's going to be a run-and-gun game in, in the 90s to 100s, I'm all for it. I did peek at their roster, and they got some some guys that had a lot of success in the Patriot League. and. Obviously, if you play Division One basketball and you sign up for the TBT, you got, you got to get respect. And they, they have my respect right now. We're not overlooking anybody. A lot of people around here are looking at that second matchup with K-State or Creighton. But expats, man, you know how the three works in the TBT. If you start hitting those, it can get real dicey quick. He has uh, the coaches, the coach GM, his name's Jack Lee. Zero coaching experience, so just I wouldn't be worried literally well, at all. Not, well, not me and him have something in common then. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be a fair fair matchup from that yeah. aspect. Um, speaking of back to your playing career, um, mm-hmm. one thing that we have in common is we're both walk-ons. One went on to have a little bit more of a successful career. Um, where do you think and the other one is? Is you Ron. right? The other one's you. Um, <laughs> That's funny, Andrew. Um, um, my question for you is: Where do you rank in terms of all-time great walk-ons? And that's serious. Where do you where do you rank in terms of all-time great walk-ons? I'm not going to sit here and rank myself, am I? Okay, that's fine. But who are whatever you say, whatever you say, whoever runs the aftershocks Twitter account is going to think it's it's too too low. <laughs> it's too low. Shoot, man, you got to give me a list of like walk-ons that pop up yeah, in your guys so you're a fake head. you're a fake walk-on like baker, you mayfield. Your head. baker mayfield i was i was a preferred walk-on so was i bro come on let's not do this <laughs> let's not do this I, baker mayfield's up there he's the number one pick i wasn't so i guess he could be in, ahead of me that's baker. a different sport though but scotty pippen scotty pippen dennis rodman like walked on the nba he was an NBA walk-on. Yeah. Yeah. Just showed up to the camp one day, and everyone was like, who are you? Uh, I'm going to start this year. That's who I am. J.J. Watt. Wisconsin. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would say I'm probably, yeah, behind all of those guys that <laughs> are, like, all pro players. So, so you, like- let, you named, like, five guys. So, I'll go sixth. Yeah. Sixth all-time. 
I think the number of walk-ons to make it to the NBA is a lot smaller than the number of walk-ons to make it to the 100%. NFL. Because there's 70 guys on NFL roster and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive what you've done. And I think you should get back out there and play in TBT. And Joey and I would love to see it. And are you playing this summer? That's the question <laughs> everyone's wondering. <laughs> Everyone's asking that, huh? Is everyone tweeting at you, blowing you up, wondering if I'm playing? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, I've probably hit 4.5 miles per hour as far as movement. So my capability is probably at like a six, maybe seven miles per hour. So if I could just run from top of the key to top of the key and maybe get a couple of fouls, a couple of threes up, maybe. Uh, Follow-up question, should we book a tee time now for us to play in Dayton? Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> no, you guys got, got some nice courses out there. That could be jinxing it. That could be jinxing it. The um, best, the best times always happen when you don't plan for it. So maybe we don't book the tea time. Maybe we just think about it. Yeah, just kind I mean, of put it in the back of the mind. Well, Joey, we can book a tea time for four, and depending on who books their <laughs> ticket to Dayton first, gets the, like another prize is getting to play with us. <laughs> Wow, we would Make have it to the final sixteen. You get a golf with you too. That's fair, Rod. I think you would leave by hole four. You'd be so annoyed with us. <laughs> That's not true. He'd leave because he'd he'd quit. He'd be out so much money. Yeah, be out of quarters. We should do like an Instagram live. Get like the match going on. Oh yes, who's the we four? Already- we already want to do like like Seth Greenberg. We're gonna golf with him, and like we already want to make it like a whole content like YouTube video. But I don't think it, I don't think that'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> just um, strap strap your guys' foreheads with like GoPros and just yeah, get all exactly. sorts of content. Yeah, put them in the golf cart and stuff when we're driving. We talk about you know what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I Absolutely. Think, I think basketball fans would enjoy that. Um, Let's see. Oh, another question. We asked Mike Dom this last week when we had him on. Okay. Uh, I have a men's league game tonight. What do you think my stat line will be? Well, I don't know if you're going to hit the trillion club because I feel like you're actually going to get some PT. I will. We only have six guys tonight. I'll definitely be out there. Oh, man. Okay. I'm liking the number 12 is in that <laughs> stat line. I don't know where. If that's oh, turnovers boy. or assists or what that is. Points, I like – 21 points. Whoa, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're going to shoot about 10 free throws and make about four of them. Okay, that's that's tough because I don't know if I'll venture into the lane to get fouled. They don't call fouls in men's league or what? 10 from the line? Uh, First of all, if I go to the line 10 times, I'm not going four for 10. Second of all, if I go to the line 10 times, I probably have 100 points in the game because that means I'm driving. And no, I don't, no, it could also mean that it's close down the stretch. Yes. And you're the one that's – you just okay. – sometimes you just act like you don't know a whole lot about basketball, Joey. And I got to step in <laughs> and be the one on the show that is the expert when it comes to these things. So, 21, 21 points, 21. 4 of 10 from, from the free throw line. Free throw line. 12 assists or 12 rebounds? I was thinking assists. Okay. Wow, so yeah. we're going to score a lot of points tonight. You better have high ball usage tonight. Otherwise, my my prediction is not going to be so hot. Well, last time Mike Dom said I'd have 12, 5, and 5. I think I had, just so you know, I think I had like 6 points, like 12 assists, and like probably like 8 or 9 rebounds. But like See? we had other guys going, so I didn't have to score, and we lost. 
But oh man, yeah, I you're gonna have to get some buckets then. I yeah, tonight is bad. We're yeah, we're gonna struggle tonight, but that's okay. That's okay. Call, got, hey, I call got, some timeouts. Get your breathers in. Get your yep. water. It'll be fine. Yep. I got one more uh, Wichita State TBT question. Caller. We're interviewing Coach Isaac Brown tomorrow. What do you think of him? Tremendous human being. He's been in the game for years. You should talk about his come up, where he's from. Get as much background story about that man as possible because it's a tremendous story. Treats people the right way. He cares about his players. We're having a reunion with ex-players, actually, the Friday of the TBT, so the start here in Wichita. We've sent out 200-plus invites, and he's all for it, and he wants to see as many ex-players there as possible. He really cares about the guys once they finish their careers and where they're headed after basketball. He's very knowledgeable about those things uh, as far as, like, life goes. Tremendous dude, though. You guys will love him. Yeah, follow up. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Follow up. And we'll 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 fight for this tomorrow when we talk to him. If he okay. offered you a spot on staff, would you take it? I would not. I would not. Well, we're still gonna have you guys seen you're gonna you're gonna we're still gonna tell him to offer you a spot <laughs> on staff. We're gonna be like we talked to Ron Baker yesterday and he said he would just be over the moon. Thrilled. You offered him the spot on staff. Oh, he'd go crazy. <laughs> he'd go crazy. There's too much time involved in college coaching nowadays, Yeah, but boys. what if you're like the director of player development? You're still – that's damn near just as time-consuming. Yeah, but, like, you can't – you're not going out recruiting. Like, what if you're the director, director of player of, development played a lot of golf? director of booking tea times for – Oh, Yes. Charity yes. or charity college events. I could probably help with that. There's a lot of golf courses around here. We could get a lot of those those I'm saying like those games going. You need to find a role where you're like the Queen of England. You know, like she's not making any laws. She's not doing any work. She's just the face. She's just showing up here and there. Right. You just like yeah. you know. Ron, we actually not- talked with your friends and family and they asked us to help you find something. <laughs> to do in this next stage of your life so that's why we're trying to that's you know, why you guys brought that up towards something yeah Ron, we actually already yeah. talked to coach brown and we're here to offer you an assistant, <laughs> an assistant coaching position. yeah like a, we have like a big check that says <laughs> two years 180k or whatever it is would you accept this yeah off? yeah so when i hang up you're gonna continue this video and you're going to show all the listeners the check and be like look at this guy look what he missed out on who does that exactly (laughs) oh man all right well we end this the same way you got to give us one question ask us a question turn the tables on you i know we just have been basically just shooting the shit the whole time um but any questions you you since we last spoke 35 days ago um Mm -hmm. any questions you got for us uh Either or can answer this. Who's going to win the College World Series? Don't say NC State because they already got disqualified. Well, they already won. They're the national champs. But I don't know. Um, it be, I mean, like, Vandy wins every year. Let me just – I'll just take Mississippi State. You got to see David Price at a College World Series again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, give me Mississippi State. I don't like Mississippi State at all, but – uh, give me Mississippi State. Their colors are more interesting, too. Black and gold is played out. Give me Mississippi State. 
Didn't I tell you last time that I don't I don't really care for baseball? That was baseball. That was, wasn't that this this trio where we talked about that? Yeah, because yeah. I asked you about the White Sox situation the other night. Have you oh, watched yeah. the Have you watched the College World Series though, Andrew? It's like yeah. very very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I saw the uh, the Vandy game that ended with the overthrow. That was nuts. Or the over pitch. Baseball. It's just. I like college because you can have a dominant pitcher and he'll last eight innings, but then the bullpen comes in and it's like kindergarten. Mississippi State, yeah, Mississippi State will score five runs and win the game. It's also fun because it's just like basketball. A lot of those you're never going to see these guys ever play again. You know, right? Like, there's something about these, like I don't know, like in the MLB, like every single guy is great in college baseball like the nine hitter might like be absolutely terrible, but he could also hit a home run, you know, like it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe not in the college world series, but in other games there, you got to put nine guys out there and some teams just aren't that good. So it's fun to see those guys out there too. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I need to get up to Omaha sometime and watch. I heard it's a great atmosphere. Especially this year. Um, How about the fact that they tweeted out um, <laughs> after they kicked out NC state, they tweeted out the graphic Hey, we have the biggest crowd we've ever had. <laughs> Yo, Joey, this screams yeah. this screams end of the episode interview. And if people are still sticking around for all the Wichita interviews, they'll get a little little taste of Ron Baker. Yeah, literally exactly. Last question. Are we looking forward to the Braun and the Toon Squad? Because I, I haven't seen any previews about it. I don't know what what's going on, if it's actually going to come out, or what the situation is. I am over the moon. Imagine you getting offered the assistant coach job at Wichita State times a 1,000. I'm very excited. I'm a big LeBron guy, so I'm very excited. Joey, we're seeing it together in Charleston. Yeah, we, me and Andrew are going to see it together. Um, I don't know. I'm not excited or not. I'm not like – I didn't know when it came out, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like – Yeah, I don't know that it's right. July 16th either. <laughs> probably not no, if I mean, it is like, I might just hit the movies after our game hit the late night I mean like Space Jam literally for me is a top five movie ever so like anytime there's a sequel like you know it's tough and I also am not the biggest LeBron fan I've been outward in saying that not the biggest LeBron fan so I, I love basketball so I'm going to watch it I love corny movies it's going to be really corny like I'm all for it so We'll see what happens. I don't know. Okay. LeBron, he'll never be better than Jordan, so he might as well make all the movies in the world. Yep, I agree. Get to get to you know producing them. So, <laughs> all right, I love how he talked about it in his interview after they lost this series. Yeah, like what day. a what a cornball, bro. Oh, He's my always God. focused oh, yeah. on the task at hand. He has to beat the Toon Squad. He has to get his son back. He. They asked him. If he's going to play in the Olympics and he said, I'm going to, no, no, no. Let's talk about my movie career. Yeah. Focused on the task at hand. Mm. Promoting a movie instead of representing his country. God. Send him to, send him to Russia. (laughs) The movie's not actually, I don't really dislike LeBron this much, but sometimes I like to put on a show, you know? Mm. Ron, you got to, we got to have these convos in person. I think so too. We'll, we'll talk about in date and maybe we'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see you there. I love it. All right, Ron Baker, thank you. You're the man. 
Uh, congrats on the uh, new job as director of Tea Times for the Wichita State basketball team. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. I'll get him booked for you. Always. All right. Thanks, man. We appreciate you. Take care. Later, guys.